Hello, and welcome to another episode of Stress Bucket Solutions. This is the one in that random time between Christmas and New Year. Like, what does everyone do at this time? It's so odd, isn't it? We don't know what day it is. We don't know what date it is. Like, is New Year coming? Which just goes to show we like routine as well. So it kind of throws us, I think, this funny time between Christmas and New Year. You can't really start anything. Uh, you don't want to start anything. You know, there's other things you really want to be getting on with. But you can't because no one else is back at work or whatever. So, um, yeah. So what are you doing? But actually, the theme of um, this week's episode is this. So um, I, uh, as maybe I mentioned it before, I don't do much over Christmas and New Year. Um, I don't like traveling too much over Christmas and New Year anyway, because everywhere is really busy. I like to stay in hibernate a little bit and I love it. My door's open to family and friends if they want to turn up. Of course it is, but um, otherwise I'm doing my own thing. But this is a time, what I do, um, I will say, this is a time where I like to get organized. I don't know how you feel about, and and it, it makes me feel that I'm getting my head space organized. It's almost like ready for the new year. I like clearing out. It's almost like at the end of the year, clearing out all that stuff you've collected and things you don't need. And I thought it might be useful to do an episode to get you think about organizing and hoarding. Hoarding is a mental illness. So you know all those programs, I think Stacey Solomon did it. There used to be these two women called Kim and Aggie. They used to do this thing where they used to go to, uh, it was a TV thing, TV kind of reality show. They used to go into people's houses and clean them. And they used to go in and people had been hoarding things for years and their houses were a mess. And they used to clean it up and make it all lovely and sparkling new. And it was fantastic. And I always used to wonder how long can that last as well? Because it, it wasn't a hoarding. It wasn't a, a, an environmental issue. It wasn't, you know, just their environment. It was what was going on in their head. They were hoarding things for a reason. And another reason I wanted to do this episode is that recently one of my past clients, actually, she'd been interviewed on here, Jules, so Sparkling Jewels, who's big on TikTok and stuff and, and social media, she did a post on how much hoarding had been happening in her house as she'd been unwell. Now, what she did was, I, th- I think I get this right, but Jules, you'll correct me if I'm wrong. I think she was getting her daughter a new bed and she moved the new the old bed out and was horrified to find under her teenage daughter's bed just a whole load of junk. And she put a photo on social media saying, this is what I found under my daughter's bed. And um, all the other mums were like, yeah, that's quite normal. She goes, I, a lot of other mums are saying, I didn't look in the comments. I didn't look under my teenager's bed uh, of what is under there. You know, crisp packets and sweets. And then she did a clear out of her three children's rooms She because she couldn't find any cups downstairs in her kitchen. And she got about 25 cups and glasses from the teenager's room that they were just ta- obviously taking upstairs to have a drink and not bring them back down again. And she said, right, no, the new rule, new rule that there's no drinks in bedrooms anymore. That's it. You'll have it in the kitchen. And she did that. And like I said, she was a client of mine. And she's spoken about her journey very honestly on her social media. And you've heard her interview here as well. So if you want to go back, did I do that in season three when I did client interviews? So Jules, she was the one, It's I think it's titled one of the um, most severe cases of anxiety I'd ever seen. Now, this was, all jokes aside, this was, this was really serious. So what she realized was that because she was not functioning very well, 
this hoarding had started to happen and not just for herself, but with her children as well, because she wasn't being a mum. And she's very honest about that. She, she, you know, she wasn't going, she wasn't nagging them to say, right, this is, this is, these are the rules of the house. This is how it's going to be. If I have to tidy your room, I will tidy it. If you're not going to tidy yourself, but it is a mental health issue. We just go into hibernation mode. Remember it's fight or flight or freeze. She'd gone into freeze mode and just didn't want to deal with it and just let things pile up. But once she'd emptied a stress bucket, it was very much, well, this isn't a polar bear. I need to start tackling this. And she had literally blitzed her house in two days. If you go on her social media, you'll see she just, the before and after pictures are amazing. So it is the root cause is a mental health issue. And she recognizes that. But sometimes people don't recognize that. It's not just about clearing out your wardrobe to, you know, take stuff to the charity shop. It's about like, how am I feeling? Can I do this? If I'm just collecting more and more and more things, I'm not doing anything about them. There's something you're denying yourself here. So it's time maybe to think of that. And I think this time between Christmas and New Year is quite useful to do that because we're sort of all flailing around, not sure what to do, but we are in our homes. It tends to be quiet. If you can do something, can you? And it kind of gets us ready for the new year. So it's time to start thinking about what are the things you can clear out. Now, recently, over the last couple of months, actually, I've been selling loads of stuff on Vinted. Have you looked at Vinted, anyone? It's like, a, it's an app where you can sell stuff. Now, admittedly, you know, selling stuff for five, 10 pounds or whatever, but it's a fun game. It's a really fun game. So I've been selling stuff on there. It's been going like hotcakes. So I've been selling lots of, you know, some jeans that I bought in the sale that I wore once and thought, oh no, you know that everyone, do you do this? I do this all the time. I buy something in the sale and think, right, I shouldn't have really bought that. I know it. So time for new habits, time for new habits. And that's what the clearing out does. It says, right, I'm not going to do that again. So let's sell this and get rid of this. And honestly, it's created so much space in my physical environment which makes me feel I've got so much space in my head because that's what it is. It's tidying up, isn't it? It's a process. And that's why you see people who are almost obsessive about their cleaning. Now, there is an extreme where it's OCD, but you know, when people really want to start cleaning, it's a really good sign. You're saying, I need to clear this out. Once my environment's clearer, I'll feel better. So, and it's not just hoarding things. It's about thinking, like I've been hoarding too many podcast episodes that I don't listen to anymore. Podcasts that don't serve me anymore. I've got too many books that I've read and they were kind of okay, some of them. The ones that were really valuable I'm keeping, but the ones that were kind of all right, I'm going to get rid of those. So that's another thing to think about. So it's not just your physical aspects of maybe your wardrobe or your kitchen or the kids' bedrooms, not the physical stuff. It's also the other stuff that you're consuming. Are there things that you don't eat anymore? Are there things that are not serving you well? Are you keeping things in a cupboard, loads of pillows and cushions, and you're thinking, well, what am I going to do with those? Someone could make use of those. You give them to a charity shop. Someone will make use of them. And what we're also doing when we're doing that is we're also letting go of any negative sentiment. Now, if you've got something that's got really good sentimental value that you want to keep, obviously keep it. That's not a problem. But I was holding on to some things that I thought had sentimental value. But if I examined it, it was it had now become very negative sentimental value. So I had a couple of gifts that I'd been given from a family member. 
And at that time it was fine and I loved them. But now that relationship unfortunately has soured. And now I'm looking at that thinking that all that's reminding me of is our soured relationship. When that person gave me at that time, that was fine. I've got that in my memory. But now it's making me sad looking at those things. So they had to go. So if something's got some sort of negative value for you now, because times change. If it's negative for you now, then get rid of it. Now, who's not to say that things cannot get better in the future in relationships? But that doesn't mean, by holding on to those physical things, is, is that isn't what's going to do it. So those negative things have to go. So look at things that, yes, have an, an emotional attachment, but is that emotional attachment, is that emotion a positive emotion or a negative emotion now? When you first got it, it, it could have been a positive emotion. Thank you very much. Let's be grateful for that at that time. At that time, you accepted it. It was great. And you accepted it in the in the spirit that it was given. But now if things have changed, maybe you have to let go of things and it will take a weight off your mind. I guarantee it. It's just, you know, getting someone I know. So one of the things I saw, I actually sold on Vinted. And I think I actually put up there that, oh, I was holding on to this because it has sentimental value, but the sentiment's gone now. Someone bought it immediately and I went, I'm so pleased that you're going to create new memories with this. You're going to give it some life again. This thing, it was um, a jewelry set, just costume jewelry. And I was like, oh no, I'm going to give that. Like someone will make use of that. And actually the person messaged me and said, oh, I really, could you send it as soon as possible? Because I want to wear it to a party. Um, they were wanting to wear it to their Christmas party. Um, they said, I want to wear it to a Christmas party at the weekend. I said, I will get this into the post for you right now. And I sent it off and they wore it to their Christmas party. And that makes me so happy that someone else got use of it. And I remember when I wore it, I was really happy. It was a really good time. But keeping it and looking at it again and knowing it's there in the cupboard, thinking, oh, that feels horrible now. You know, that wasn't a good feeling. So spend some time this week, these few days, if you can, clearing out one drawer or one cupboard. I'm not saying blitz your whole house if you haven't got the energy. I guarantee you, you're going to feel better. Just clearing something out. Get a charity bag, put it in that and give it to the charity shop. And watch someone will make, and imagine someone else getting use out of it and being really happy. It's that thing that, that thing that one person really wanted. Like, I've been looking for that for ages and you've had it in your cupboard. Someone else will get used to it. You're letting go. And what that means is then you start to create better habits as well. So by me sort of having a clearer office space, clearer cupboards, I really feel like, you know, when I sit at my desk now, I'm ready to go. You know, I always try and keep a tidy desk anyway, but there's some clutter around it. I won't deny that. And like I said, I've got things, emotional things in my wardrobe. I need to get rid of that negative emotion so I can serve my clients with positive emotion. And we can talk about personal boundaries and we can talk about relationships because I'm not thinking about my personal ones, not the negative ones anyway, only the positive ones. So it's really important to start clearing out. And actually, it's one of the signs that I see in my clients when they start clearing out. Um, I'll say, oh, yeah, that was great. Well done. You know, it's a really good sign that they're starting to clear out their stress bucket. So when they say, oh, Jane, I cleared out my wardrobe a bit the other day, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, great, fantastic. So that's really good. 
And so for me, like I said, now I know I'm thinking about how do I want my timetable to be going forward in the new year? What time do I want to sit at the desk? What time do I want to finish at the desk? But I've got a clear environment to do that. So it might be useful now um, to do that. And on that note, I want to read out an email I got a few weeks ago now, but from a client I had been working with who had a lot of anxiety in their life, a lot of stress, a lot of worry. And when they first came to see me, now they came to see me, we started our sessions just probably about the second week of October. And they sent me this uh, email at the beginning of December. When I first saw them in October, because I, I've got a 10 week program, I sort of said quite casually on my part that, oh, well, we could get you sorted by Christmas. And this person sort of went, oh, okay, like quite skeptical, I could see. And I was like, no, I, I think we could, we can get you sorted by Christmas. And this is the email that they sent at the beginning of December. So it was a while till Christmas, actually. So at that point, we'd had seven sessions. And this is the email I got. I'm going to read it out word for word, redacting anything that might be identifiable, keeping it anonymous. Morning, Jin. Well, what's been good about my morning is having this good morning writing habit. It's funny, usually I have Christmas presents and food all ordered in early November, but this year feels so relaxed. I didn't order stuff. My family are writing out their Christmas lists and I've got my partner's Christmas present yesterday, but I've never noticed how much time I spent in the stress bucket till now. Gin, I don't, I didn't believe it was possible to begin a different way of life a different way of living by Christmas. It feels so natural and simple. Yet no matter how many books I read and podcasts I listened to and blogs I read, nothing ever seemed to work. I am in awe at the way solution focused has worked. Any problems in life? And I now ask, what's the solution? If there isn't one, I just let it go and move on. Some days it's harder, but most days now are relaxed. I'm not going to apologize for this long email just so excited to have learned so much and come so far. On that note, this is going in my what's been good note. Let me just take a breath while I just finish that. Uh, I get quite emotional when I read messages like that because I know where this person started and where how much it's changed. And we've still got a few sessions to go yet. It's in no way over. What's going on here, this is someone getting more organized. Cannot believe that they did that. And they cannot believe that they did it before Christmas. So where do you want to be in, in the next few months? Six or seven weeks could really start to make a difference. Now, I will say the reason that this person's email is so powerful is because they did exactly what you're doing now. They listened to the podcast first. They read my book. Things were feeling like, ah, oh, this is making sense. And the reason they came on board is because they wanted that extra help. They needed a bit more. But they knew before they came on the call, that this was going to work for them. They were like, I really want to know. And actually, I remember having the, that first call with this person. Uh, and I remember saying that, and what I normally do in, in that call is, that, you know, I'll ask you a few questions, which I've talked about in previous podcast episodes, how I do that and why I do that. So I ask you a few questions to see if you, you know, you're suited to the solution focused way. Ask you, I do ask you about your anxiety or your stress to make sure there's no red flags for me there. And then what I do is I'll, I'll say, 
well, okay, it sounds like I can help you. Let me explain how it works. I do this, this, and this. Now, when I said, let me explain how it works, this person said to me, without sounding rude, Jin, I'm going to stop you right there. But basically, um, I had already decided that I would like to try your 10-week program and I'm going to come on board. So you don't have to explain what your 10-week program is because I've, I've done my research and I've listened to your podcast and I've read your book and it explains it all in there. The reason I came on this call was just to see if you would think I would be suitable uh, and a good fit. And I, obviously, I wanted to speak to you as well and just see. And, and that's what I said as well. And that was so powerful and that's why it worked. If you want change, please do your research. That The call I have with people is to help you, you know, sort of, it's to help you get to that point that you've self-qualified yourself. And if you've got to that point and if I see that level of enthusiasm, I'm probably not going to refuse you. Do not think I will. If I see that level of enthusiasm, I will not refuse you. If I think that I can help you, I will say so clearly. If there is something there that I can't help you, I will be very honest with you and say, no, I can't. And I will refer you to one of my colleagues, someone else or a different type of therapy. It might be that solution focus not, is not suitable for you. But I would say 99% of the time, if you think solution focused work is suitable for you, it, it probably is. But this is someone who's taken the time to do that and has started clearing out, has started getting organized, has stopped the hoarding. There was some parts of the email there I didn't read, sorry, because it was it was more personal. And I wanna keep it anonymous as well, but it goes back to what I started talking about in this podcast episode. What are you holding on to physically and emotionally that you are going to start letting go of now? Start with your physical environment. If, if letting go emotionally is hard, start with the physical environment. That's why people clean. That's why I clear my wardrobes out regularly, my cupboards out regularly. You've got to start somewhere. So maybe taking these few days in between Christmas and New Year to clear out a little bit, a few cupboards, a few drawers, even just one. Start with one drawer. You know that everybody's got one random drawer in the kitchen that's got loads of, you know, random stuff in. I guarantee you'll feel better. I hope that, again, this is giving you some food for thought this week. So that is my challenge to you. Over the next week, before the next podcast episode, I want you to clear out one drawer or one cupboard. What is the first drawer or cupboard or box of junk that comes to your mind? I'm not asking you to clear out your whole garage or a whole bedroom or a whole teenagers under the bed. You know, you've got to work yourself up to something like that. Start with one. What is the first step you can take to clear out your physical environment, which will have a knock-on effect for you to clear out your emotional environment as well? You will notice a difference. So uh, I'll see you in the new year for another episode. We're going to carry on. I think I've got I've got quite a few uh, episodes lined up. Uh, and I think, obviously, we, we will talk um, in next week's episode about the new year, the whole new year, new me thing. Uh, we'll do that. But um, I challenge you this week, clear out one drawer, one cupboard. And if you get a good result from that and you want to send me a message, if I can hold you accountable, I will. You can send me a message. You could challenge yourself to say, right, when I've done that, I'm going to send you in a message. Please do. I would love to hear. I would love to hear that you've done that and that this podcast episode has made a difference to your life. If you think this will make a difference to someone else's life that you know, 
please forward it on. I just want more people to listen to this, that's all. Uh, and make small changes in their life, which leads to big changes. Until next week, which will be next year. Take care. Bye for now. Thank you.